0: I am Pastor Corrine of Senior Pastor at Anderson First United Methodist Church. Thank you for listening to our worship service today. If you want to learn more about this church, visit our website at AndersonFirst.org. Have a blessed day and enjoy the message. Welcome to worship this morning. I am so glad that those of you that were able to make it made it in safely. And grateful that those that stayed home are staying where they, uh, when they can't get out into the cold and the ice and snow, that they are there where they need to be. So, but just grateful to see all of you here this morning. Uh, Glad you came. We um, want to welcome, I'm not sure if we have any guests with us this morning, but welcome our guests that we might have with us. And uh invite we have cookies and coffee uh, to warm us and time for fellowship following the worship service i 've been told that everybody can have two cookies <laughs> there 's plenty <laughs> today this afternoon at one o 'clock is a grief share um, class that 's beginning. This will be the orientation, a time of gathering together and Um, hearing and sharing our stories a little bit about those that we've lost. Grief Share is an opportunity uh, to receive support and help with taking those small steps forward as we remember those loved ones that we've lost. And so if you know of someone or if this is something that you are interested in, Uh, please encourage them to come. This will be at 1 o'clock and it's 1 to 2.30 this afternoon. Body Life begins this week on Wednesday. Uh, This is a wonderful opportunity for children through adults. Uh, Beginning at 5.30, there's an opportunity for a sack supper. I think the bulletin says snack supper. Whatever you want to bring is what it is. Um, But the supper together at 5.30, and then we have opportunities for children, our music program, and the adult opportunities for this five weeks is um, Wired Word with Pastor Dondina, and that will be in the North-South Parlor. These would begin at 6 o'clock, and also at 6 o'clock in the East-West Parlor, uh, Angela Ritchie will be teaching knitting. And that will be an intergenerational opportunity. Next Sunday at 3 o'clock at Carmel United Methodist Church is an opportunity to hear our bishop about the way forward. And I invite you uh, to be informed as to what is happening on the larger United Methodist Church. Um, We will be deciding at a general conference, a special one in February. Uh, determining our way forward as a United Methodist Church. So be informed and please keep uh, the church at large, our local congregation, but also the church at large in your prayers. Let us stand now and greet one another with the joy of knowing Jesus Christ. Good morning, Good to see you. Glad you're here and safe <laughs> yeah yeah exactly, yeah. As you return to your seats, let us center our hearts for worship.
1: Please stand as we enter into worship this morning together. Water refreshing, cleansing, nourishing, life-giving. Water dangerous, life-threatening, powerful. The waters rush over us in our baptism and we are all filled with the Holy Spirit. Alleluia. It's time for Godly Play, if you'll join Mr. Joe at the banner. In addition to those persons that um, are listed on the back of your bulletin, as um, they always are, I'd like you to add the name Gene Yates uh, to uh, your prayer concerns, to your prayer list. Uh, he turned 97 yesterday, uh, but is not doing uh, very well right now. The last I heard, he was um, in the hospital, and that was Friday. So um, Keep him in your prayers. We also want to praise God that um, Sandy French and Jamie Borough were not hurt in a car accident yesterday as they were running a community uh, cafe errand. Um, We um, praise God for that and um, are glad Sandy's here with us today. Let's pray. God of grace and God of glory, we praise your name today because you are God of the universe, You are God of us all. You show no partiality. You shower us all with every blessing through Jesus Christ. You love all. You are merciful toward all, and your grace covers us all. Reveal yourself to us in these unmistakable ways we pray, especially to those for whom justice is denied and for those who have lost hope. Save us and empower us to preach in word and deed your great love and mercy. God, you were the one who initiated covenant with us and you have not failed to keep your promises. Keep us faithful, we pray. You called us to be a light to the nations, to open the eyes that are blind and to set the prisoners free. Help us to answer your call that these things may truly come to pass. God of grace and God of glory, we pray for those who suffer from pain and sorrow, bring healing. We pray for those whose hearts are broken, minister your comfort. We pray for those whose families are fractured, bind them together and make them whole. We pray for those whose lives are ravaged by war, may your peace prevail. We pray for those who struggle with poverty and starvation. Provide to each according to their need. We pray for our brothers and sisters in Christ who are being martyred and tortured for their faith. Gift them with courage and bless them with rest. And closer to home, Lord, we pray your protection on all those who travel on the roads during this winter weather. We pray for our community cafe teams and the guests who come to eat each Sunday afternoon. May they know your hospitality. We pray for those families who have received utility assistance this month. May they know the warmth of your love. We pray for the children who were given a buddy bag this past Friday. May they know the friendship of Jesus. And we pray for Larry and Jane Keyes, the missionaries at Africa University whom we support with our outreach (laughs) offerings. May they know your abiding presence. No God of love, thank you for hearing our prayers. Thank you for pouring out your spirit on your son Jesus and for pouring your spirit on us too. May we hear you say to us as you said to Jesus, this is my child, my beloved, with whom I am well pleased. As Jesus taught us, we now pray together. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. God watches over us, offering us light and hope. As we hear the story of Jesus' baptism, may we recognize the gift of God's grace to us. Giving our offering to this amazing God, may we open our hearts and hands.
2: Sing unto the Lord; let your voice proclaim His excellent greatness. Sing, sing, sing
3: unto the Lord; let us bless His holy name.
2: Our God, let us praise the Son and Holy Spirit. Sing, sing, sing Sing unto the Lord, let us bless his holy name. Sing, sing, sing sing unto the Lord, let your heart rejoice in your soul through gladness. Sing, sing, sing sing unto the Lord, and bless his holy name.
1: Let us pray together. O oh God, your generous outpouring of grace reminds us of the fruitful life we are called to live. May these gifts of time and labor represent our desire to share in your coming kingdom among us. Amen.
3: Our lesson today is from the book of John, chapter 1, verses 29 to 33. Please stand as you are able. The next day, John saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. He is the one I was talking about when I said, A man is coming after me who is far greater than I am, for he existed long before me. I did not recognize him as the Messiah, but I have been baptizing with water so that he might be revealed to Israel. Then John testified, I saw the Holy Spirit descending like a dove, From heaven and resting upon him. I didn't know he was the one, but when God sent me to baptize with water, he told me, the one on whom you see the spirit descend and rest is the one who will baptize with the Holy Spirit. And this is the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thanks be to God.
0: Marty Johnson was raised in Nebraska. He was adopted by the family that raised him. He was adopted as an infant and had no memory of his parents, but decided that he wanted to learn as a young adult. He wanted to learn about his birth parents and discovered that They were two people who had just met kind of a rendezvous and he was a product of that rendezvous and they didn't stay together and so they decided that in the child's best interest they would have him to be adopted. And so he finally had contacted his mother who lived in the United States, but contact with his father eluded him until one day he received a letter and the letters said that he was part of the Ogic dynasty, that he was a prince. And so he traveled to Africa to meet his father, the king. And there, as he showed up in the midst of this Ogic tribe, the king came out and welcomed him by bowing down in front of him And kissing his son's feet a lost son had been reunited there is power in knowing who you are there was a man named Carlos he lived in Chicago he was homeless but what made his situation unique was he had no known relatives No origin that anyone knew of. In fact, no one really knew his name. Because you see, Carlos was mentally and physically handicapped and he could not speak. And so he became a ward of the state and was taken care of. And he was a sweet personality, they described, because he would smile all the time and he would giggle. That was his response to life. He would giggle. And one day, one of the staff of the facility where Carlos stayed, came into Carlos and went up to his wheelchair. And there he greeted her with a giggle and a smile. And she whispered into his ear, Chris Marino. And the smile dropped, and the giggle stopped. And this gentleman of 53 years old, because this day was his birthday, they had discovered who he was on this day, his birthday. And they celebrated it by telling him his name Chris Marino. And tears of joy just flooded down his face because for the first time, he knew who he was and others knew who he was as well. There is power in knowing who you are. So who are you? Some of us may think that we are what we look like. And there's a lot of us around the whole world that buy into this, that we are what people see. Because there is an $800 billion cosmetic industry globally. That's how much is spent just in cosmetics. The average person in the United States spends $155 a month on fitness and health. This does not include medications and doctor visits. (laughs) $155 a month is the average. We take what we look like, seriously. We may say that who we are is who you see, but God says something else. We may say who we are is what we do. There was an interesting article in Sports Illustrated and sitting in a waiting room recently. I flipped through an old one. You know they're old there. This was a 2014 Sports Illustrated. But in there was an article of four different pitchers who had been using steroids to improve their game. And in the interview, it said, you know, the question was, why would you risk taking steroids? And one of them said, because you have to, in this industry, you have to become better and better and better at what you do. And another one said, because I am nothing without this game. And another said, well, it validated who I am. It's who I am. We may think that we are what we do, but God says something else. We may think that we are who other people tell us we are. An extreme to that is in India. In India, women are not really valued, at least hadn't been. And most families who have a daughter, name them the very same name. There's a plethora of this name in India, and it's Nikashi. Nakashi is found everywhere. If you go into India and you say, Nakashi, many women will turn heads. Nakashi literally, in that language, means worthless. They are told from birth that they are worthless. The government has recently picked up on this and has tried to make a change in civil rights and in rights of women. And so they have gone around throughout the country and have been handing out certificates to the women and giving them a brand new, beautiful name. And they have a certificate to show their new name. They are no longer Nakashi or Worthless but we may think that we are who other people tell us we are but god says something different we may think it's how we look it may think we may think we are what we do we may think we are what other people tell us we are but god tells us reminds us that we are God's child. And we have a powerful reminder of that. Because you see, when we are baptized, we are given a sign. Our actual definition of baptism up here is an outward and visible sign of an inward and spiritual grace. And so we have this sign. God gives us a sign of who we are. Now, signs are not new. The the Bible is full from Old Testament and New Testament of signs that God has given. The one of those, many of those are very familiar to you. One of those is the Rainbow. A sign of God's love, an ark of God's love and promise to us. We also have in the Old Testament in Exodus, we have the story of Moses. And Moses, for a time, left being in Pharaoh's court and ran away and lived as a shepherd and took his staff back when God called him to go back and free the people. And his staff became a sign of God's power. He used the staff to offer the power of God in front of Pharaoh with many of the plagues that came to pass. He touched the waters of the Red Sea and parted them. They were a sign of God's power and presence in the midst of God's people. And the New Testament even gives us many, many signs. And one of those that we ought to recognize is the sign that comes at communion, the bread and the cup, a sign of God's love for us, the sacrifice that Christ made for us out of love. And so signs are not new. But we have a sign this morning. Our scripture gives us another sign And this is at the baptism of Jesus Christ. The sign comes in the presence of the Holy Spirit. And when the Holy Spirit descended on Jesus, he was recognized and identified as the Son of God. It's interesting that John the Baptist said, I didn't know who he was. They're cousins. They would have heard about each other, right? Their paths certainly had crossed, and yet John held out because the promise had been that God would give a sign when the Son of God was there. And so when God was ready to identify Jesus Christ once again as his Son, the Holy Spirit descended upon him at his baptism. And so we have this powerful example that so too when we are baptized, it is an indication that the power of the Holy Spirit is at work in us, has descended upon us, and God identifies us as his child. Because, you see, we don't read it in this passage, but in Matthew 3.17, the story of Jesus' baptism there, God says, This is my son with whom I am well pleased. And I can just imagine that when we receive our baptism, that God looks upon us and says, This is my child with whom I am well pleased. God identifies you as his child. That's who you are. You are God's child. And today we have an opportunity, a way to remember that because there is power in remembering who we are, that we are God's children. There's an animated movie out called The Lion King. It's an older movie. Hopefully you've heard of it at least because I don't want to go through the whole narration of the movie, but it One point in the movie, Simba, who is to be prince, a lion, runs away. And a lion, instead of hunting and catching prey, begins to look around under logs for grubs to eat. He had forgotten who he was. And so, in the movie, he is reminded of who he is. He is invited to go to the edge of the water and to look in, and there he sees the reflection of his father. He is reminded that he is the son of a king. We are invited to remember our baptism, to remember that identification as the son and daughters of God. And so this morning, there is water. And as we sing our closing hymn together, Amazing Grace, you will be invited to come forward as you would like to To look into the water, although you're not going to see much in a white basin, (laughs) but to touch the water. Water that was taken from the Jordan River, the water that Jesus would have touched when he was identified as the Son of God. You are invited to touch the water. You can touch it. You can use some of the water to make a sign of the cross. You can touch it to your forehead. Whatever you want to do to remember your baptism, to remember that you are a child of God. That's who you are. We have a covenant. And if you open your hymnals, for just a moment to page 34. These pages, these questions on page 34 are the renunciation of sin and the profession of faith as part of the baptismal covenant. and when we are baptized we are invited to take on the new identity as a child of god to be known as that from this time forward and so we get rid of those things that would separate us from that we get rid of the old identity and i invite you to hear these questions do you renounce the spiritual forces of wickedness Reject the evil powers of this world and repent of your sin. Do you accept the freedom and power God gives you to resist evil, injustice, and oppression in whatever forms they present themselves? Do you confess Jesus Christ as your Savior? Put your whole trust in his grace and promise to serve him as your Lord in union with the church which Christ has opened to people of all ages, nations, and races. There is a question about children being baptized and we do baptize children because we believe that the gift of God's grace is for all. And the last question, according to the grace given to you, will you remain a faithful member of Christ's Holy Church and serve as Christ's representative in the world. In other words, folks, at baptism, we put on Christ. We become new, and we have a new identity. It's no longer about how we look. Or what we do or who other people say we are it's who we are now as God's children as we remember our baptism Almighty God parent of all who call upon your name in the waters of baptism you have transformed us marking us as your children and creating us, recreating us through the work of your Son and the power of the Holy Spirit. Shower us once more with your grace that we might be renewed in your spirit through Jesus Christ our our Lord. You are invited as we stand and sing amazing grace together to come forward. And remember your baptism. Remember who you are. Let us stand. For the benediction go now in the power of God's grace remembering who you are because there is power in that amen
3: yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'll like, so sleep. Uh, oh, right. i let my neighbor.